laugh the spooky bum 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 yeah i can hear a podcast with three hosts adam knox and peter jones and luca mahala <laughs> bum 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 there you go i loved that thank right, you very man. much that, that was great really that was a song suggestion from my girlfriend really? she said, why haven't you done this song as an intro and i said don't you Tell me what to do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry about the breakup, man. Nah, it's not going to happen. She's it for me. It? We'll the last see. One? Eddie, she listens to this. <laughs> She's it? <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, She's a scary clown. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're kind of a scary clown, not but also scary. like mainly seems to be trying to be funny yeah. in those movies. Trying to kill people and do bits at the same time. <laughs> yeah. The those movies suck. Which ones? It. The new one? They suck All it. of them. <laughs> they suck it. <laughs> movies can suck it. I've decided I hate movies I saw genuinely. The first one. Like the 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 reboot. I haven't seen reboot number two. You got time to watch them now, baby. I don't want to. Isn't it isn't it a big like Trump metaphor? It's this big scary bully with red hair or whatever. He doesn't have red hair. No, Donald Trump. No, but you know. just <laughs> watching um, every movie be like, oh, I get it. <laughs> I don't know what it's about. This movie's about Trump secretly. Uh, I was going to say President President uh, <clears throat> Cheeto. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The uh, fake tan in chief. <laughs> the fake tan in chief. That's this good. is coming out, <laughs> I think, three weeks after uh, we're recording Donald it. Trump <laughs> got him. <laughs> We record. God, we- <laughs> I wish John Oliver had taken down the coronavirus in the same way. We wouldn't be in this mess right now. <laughs> uh, actually, the coronavirus is a dumb name. <laughs> I can't even drink the beer. Watch me try and drink it. Oh, yucky! <laughs> um, we record. We're pre-recording this by a few weeks, so if us joking about Trump being silly is even worse now that he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I liked uh, when when Prince Charles was diagnosed with coronavirus. Oh, crazy, wasn't it? Which that, he may now have died from. That was Possibly. last night in our time. In our, yeah. in our timeline. Yeah, in the this num- universe. People on Twitter trying to jump in and go like, "Prince Andrew's been diagnosed with pedophile." Yeah, yeah. every <laughs> single person. <laughs> Prince like- Andrew, COVID fourteen for Prince Andrew. <laughs> everyone, everyone going for it. I think people are still trying to get bits. normal cough. By the way, people are still trying to become Rob Delaney on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> people are funnier than ever in times like this. <laughs> Hey, I'm glad that it's released our uh, 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 ability to, to joke. You <laughs> released it. It's let it be free. <laughs> <laughs> it's important to laugh at times like this. That's what I believe. Mm-hmm. The setups are allowed out, but the punchlines are quarantined. <laughs> um, yeah, this is a Spooky Still. This yeah. is a podcast where every single week the three of us go through a book that is called uh, Mysteries of the Unexplained. We do four stories out of there. They're shortish. They can be long. And then we do a story that is listened, uh, a listener-submitted story. Yes. We, mm-hmm. they're, they're spooky in nature, but we're funny in nature. So the combination of the two makes for quite unique listening. I also like Naughty by Nature. Yeah. One of my favorite, uh, my favorite musical groups. Human Nature. Human one of nature? mine. Luca? One. Um, Gary Newman. <laughs> <laughs> this first story <laughs> comes from the chapter Beyond the Walls of Time. When TV show host and columnist Irv Kupsenet 
uh, Coop to his friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's written there. They're trying to say his full name, but they just can't. Yeah, Coop. Coop uh, was in London to cover the coronation of Elizabeth II in 1953. Now they're covering the coronification. A lot of those jokes of as well. Prince There'll be no coronation for Prince. the prince. Fuck. Oh, that's <laughs> that. good. I mean, People cor- are saying this online. That's just like free, that stuff. <laughs> corona is Spanish for crown. So All these little Jay Leno's getting about on the internet. <laughs> that's pretty cool. In 1953, he stayed at the Savoy Hotel. Uh, in one of the, I prefer the Jats Hotel yeah. next door. Yeah. No, I prefer the Ritz. The Ritz. Whoa. There you go. Another cracker. What? Another yeah. That's actually fucking spooky ass. <laughs> Two cracker hotels? <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe they were segregated. <laughs> in one of the drawers in his room, he was surprised to find some articles belonging to an <laughs> old friend of his. Fucking guy getting into a hotel room to go, oh, let me look at all these drawers. I don't know. I reckon last... I do that, to be do honest. Do you really? I mean, I haven't, I've been mostly Airbnbs for the last few years, but I feel like I would always just look, oh, that's where the Bible is. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You always, you always want to check if there's something extra. It's just like, nah. I never do that. I'm afraid I'm going to find something gross or a crime. Uh, a crime? Yeah. I always What assume... kind of crime are you going to find in a drawer? Murder. Oh. Like evidence of. Oh, a not a, not the full murder. thing. There's a head in the safe. Or like a knife, like a bloody knife. <laughs> Oof. Um, in, we obviously Because imagine if you found Like a bloody knife In a hotel drawer Then you have to close the drawer And pretend you never saw it Forever No you call the no, police No 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 You call the police and say My fingerprints will be on the drawer And also on <laughs> On the knife And also on the knife Because I picked it up And licked it To see if it was jam I accidentally cut myself On the knife a little bit Which is why you'll see That there's strangle marks On my neck <laughs> that, that scratches on my arm My own Yeah I was so scared of touching the knife that I uh, ran into the door at full speed and hurt my head that way. My DNA will be on the revolver because I shoved it up my ass. Yeah. <laughs> Which also made me come, so there's some of my semen at the scene. Now you've fully had an but just explanation. just to be clear, no murder has taken place. <laughs> now, why did I call you? <laughs> Great question. <laughs> you might find some videos of me fucking with cats. That is completely separate. <laughs> Luca Magnata. We were just yeah, talking we were about talking this about before. I don't this? like it. Have you seen the show Don't Fuck With Cats? No, should I? It's a murderer named Luca Magnata. And this Luca. guy's name is Luca Luke. Magnata. Right over here. <laughs> yeah. Are you the, the m- cat murderer? No, but <laughs> he's right ab- he's all over me on the Google searches these days. Really? <laughs> Luca M. Yeah. Ooh, oh, he's that's... not funny at all. <laughs> I, I had I had some crossover when Amanda Knox was a big name. Oh, that would, Knox. That would oh, show yeah. up for me. Could you do like a um you take the the documentary series Don't Fuck With Cats, which I haven't seen, but I assume at some point that they there are people, footage of people watching the video of that guy fucking with those cats. Correct. And could you cut to you're doing stand-up comedy. <laughs> <laughs> People having to close the laptop with tears in their eyes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> Okay, so he found uh, so <laughs> Coop. He uh, he opened the drawer, found some articles belonging to an old friend of his, the basketball impresario. Impresario? How do you Impresario? say that? Impresario. Impresario. Which I don't know what it means, but I knew from your mispronunciation what the word was somehow. <laughs> I think impresario. I think it just means that like you are uh, a big name in it, yeah, and it, you're in some way influential in that field and right. poss- possibly good at it. Well, are the- you a podcasting impresario? No. Okay. Yeah. So who that would, gives who you an would idea. Be? Uh, Mark Maron would be a podcasting Mark empresario. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so he's a he's a basketball empresario. Okay. Harry Hennon, then with the Harlem Globetrotters. Okay. 
That that's someone who is an empresario might play with a team like the Harlem Globetrotters. WTF is the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> yeah. Or... <laughs> when, when the Harlem Globetrotters play, I skip through the first fifteen minutes of the game. I don't really... <laughs> and get to the bit where uh, where um uh fuck I've forgotten the guy's name. <laughs> Godfrey. No. No. What's his name? The guy with the, the fucking the, watermelon. The watermelon guy. <laughs> yeah. He has one name as well. Gallagher. Gallagher. Uh, I just skip to the bit where Gallagher walks out. <laughs> yeah. That's what I do with the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> Oh man, anyway um, Carlos Mencia Another couple of good episodes Remember when he go back to back And just have a go at somebody <laughs> Yeah, yeah And now he's like Talking to Obama like normal yeah. It's just like This fucking sucks, dude <laughs> <laughs> I'd love it when the Harlem Globetrotters Would go out and squash their beef With the bulls <laughs> <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Yeah, the Harlem Globetrotters Get a, um, Adam Silver from the NBA To sit there And he's like Why did I never make the team? Are Why did good? you never have me? <laughs> what was it about my audition? Why didn't you like it? I tried out so many times he didn't like him. <laughs> Man, Mark Maron, what a pussy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he'd be happy now that he locked the gates. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing about Mark Maron is how good how how, how much I enjoy his stand-up. <laughs> Okay, he was even more surprised. That's the best thing about all podcasts is never being disappointed by the host. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to anyone who came to any of my shows last year. <laughs> oh man, I love this stand up. I, lo- I love this uh, this podcast where he just chats to this guy for an hour. I hope his stand up's just as funny. This guy's well, it's technically yeah. just as funny. <laughs> this guy's really funny when I'm half paying attention and driving to work. I'm sure it'll translate to a full hour. I like in. how I skip the bit where he talks on his own. I'm gonna sit down for his hour of stand-up. <laughs> he was even more surprised when two days later he received a letter from Hannon, who was staying at the hotel uh, Maurice in Paris just then. This is the same guy. So he found letters in the drawer from this guy. And then he received a letter from the guy. Yeah. And he received a letter from the guy who was staying in the hotel uh, Maurice in Paris just then. You'll never believe this, Hannon wrote, but I've just opened a drawer here and found a tie with your name on it. Wow. Get over here, mister. <laughs> the tie said, fuck with. He's <laughs> uh, like, oh, no, sorry, it doesn't actually say your name. I was thinking of somebody else. <laughs> yeah, so that's the thing. Okay. They were staying in these two men who travel a lot and stay in a lot of hotels. <laughs> these two men in a similar income bracket where they would stay in similar hotels. Yep. Um, were able to find, how's this? They were able to find. <laughs> <laughs> They were able to find items of each other that each other had left behind in a hotel they'd stayed in previously. That is such roughly a, around the same time, nice. like like a like a dull dad story. And then I was looking for my keys, and do you know what I did? <laughs> I ended up finding them, and they were on the floor. <laughs> it wasn't even anything written in the notes that was like, "Look behind you," and then behind him, there's a mirror with his name written on it. It was like, "Oh, these are your notes. You left them here." It's like, "Well, I found your tie." <laughs> Anyway, I guess we'll put this in a book someday. <laughs> <laughs> the two most forgetful idiots in the world both happen to find each other's belongings. So this next story is from the chapter Unearthly Fates. No disappearance in American history stirred so much speculation as that of New York Supreme Court Associate Justice Joseph F. Crater on August 6, 1930. Tall, imposing and dapper. The 41-year-old Crater was a rising figure in the city's corrupt Tammany Hall Democratic Organization. Cool that he wrote this. Fucking awesome, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Why are they sucking off this Crater guy? (laughs) As seen on (laughs) ABC... Ch- Channel 7 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Writing his own press by Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tall, dapper Dick, pretty 
good. <laughs> pretty good dick. <laughs> Rising star. He had withdrawn more than $20,000 from the bank at about the same time of his appointment as interim justice. Nothing sus about that this decision. pretty nuts. Uh, the sum was close to a year's salary. The standard Tammany payoff for a lucrative post. It was not a fruitless investment, according to investigators who later looked into his role as receiver of a bankrupt hotel. That, um, that seems strange. It's like, you want to... Here's a hotel. <laughs> you can have this. <laughs> Prater sold it to a bonded mortgage firm for $75,000. And two months later, the city agreed to buy it back for a planned street widening at a condemnation price of nearly $3 million. I am completely lost. I don't know what's He going got on. given a hotel that he sold... Sorry. So he, paid, <laughs> he gave someone 20 grand to make him the justice man or whatever. Yeah, yeah. He gave somebody 20 grand so he could become a justice. Right. And then they gave him a hotel. He also got given a hotel. He sold it for 75000 And two months later, the city agreed to buy it back for $3 million. Uh, So this guy was corrupt? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that's the implication. That's what they're getting at. Sure. Um, in June 1930, Judge Crater... Right, um, the tall and, and imposing one. The tall one, the big dick, the regular Beautiful size. smile. Uh, above, sorry, above average length penis. <laughs> <laughs> Him and his wife went to their summer cottage in Maine. At the end of July, he got a telephone call and told his wife he had to go get back to the city to straighten those fellas out. Oh no! It's like uncut gems. Yeah, <laughs> he made a trip to to Atlantic City with one of the showgirls he favoured. Oh, this guy! I hate this guy. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, sorry, lady. Uh, sorry, Mrs. I've got to go straighten these uh, fellas, boys out. Out uh, the guys. They're <laughs> Definitely de- the boys. Yeah, I'm going to be spending time with the fellas, and none of them have telephones. And it's <laughs> 1930, and I hate you. <laughs> 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 I'm going with and the showgirl. Pulls up. It's like, yeah, that's one of the boys right now. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm going to go straighten out these boys. Now, you see, they're in the feather and glitter industry. So, if I come back with any of that on me, you'll understand why. <laughs> also, they'll suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> and he went back to Maine on August 1st. On August 3rd, he returned to New York. And on August 6th, he had checks for more than $5,000 cashed. Then spent the afternoon collecting papers from his office. That evening, with a ticket for a Broadway show in his pocket, he dined at a midtown chop house. This guy sure does live a cool life. <laughs> What's the fucking story? I don't know. Just li- hear him out. <laughs> it is, it's spooky how cool this guy is. <laughs> no Chop houses and bribes. That was his lifestyle. No one's as cool as me, Judge Crater. <laughs> is it Crater? And then he went to the Broadway and anyway. <laughs> they, they made him get up and sing during the show and it was actually really good. He didn't expect to, but it turned out really well. Uh, well is it Crater with a C or a K? Uh, with a C. Okay. Um, so Broadway He died at a Midtown Chop House Sitting with lawyer friend William Klein And his companion A stunning Showgirl named Sally Lou Ritz What the fuck? From wow. Ritz Where's fucking Sally Salada? <laughs> That's good That's what I want to know Yeah Show me Where's <laughs> Mrs. Zakata? <laughs> Where's Timothy? That's who was in the car earlier <laughs> Bring me Timothy Tam <laughs> That sounds so racist. <laughs> 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 I need some opium. Where's Tim Tam? <laughs> oh, then, yeah, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> then Crater hailed a taxi, stepped inside, and disappeared forever. Damn. He <laughs> shut <laughs> the door behind him. <laughs> He's like, gone. Oh, no. I can't see him. All of these stories just written by a baby without object permanence. <laughs> 
I might be a baby, but I know this guy's cool, and I know that he's disappeared forever. And then he reappeared unexpectedly, saying "Peekaboo." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird that this guy who was incredibly corrupt and would go and straighten people out mm. somehow went missing. Mm. It is strange, isn't it? This man who took all this money out and left his wife for a showgirl is like, well, I'm gone now, I guess. <laughs> Probably forever. He was just having dinner. He's like, oh, by the way, I'm fucking off. Tell no one where I went. <laughs> the purported explanations for Crater's exit would fill a book. There was either his shady political friends got rid of him before it's he... filled like a half a page. <laughs> 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 this book that is not filled with it is like, well, this could probably fill a book. It could be one of 10,000 stories in a book. <laughs> if the rest of this list is just like, maybe he fell off of a cliff and a wolf ate him. <laughs> maybe he tripped whilst on a pier and he fell underneath and he uh, didn't drown, but he suffocated on a starfish <laughs> that went in his mouth. The other option is maybe he fell off the pier and he did it drown. Did drown. <laughs> uh, Your Honor, he loved magic. Maybe he disappeared himself. <laughs> and a gentleman like myself would not know a thing about magic. But I am just a humble mobster. <laughs> <laughs> so here's this idea. He, his shady political friends got hold, got rid of him before yep. he could be summoned to testify in a graft investigation. That's what happened. Sounds oh, pretty no. good. He died in the company of his mistress or... A prostitute? <laughs> I don't think that one... Uh, you have to be like, well, he either died with his mistress or, you know, pros- <laughs> prostitute. That might have happened. All right, book. He was it's lured to Westchester. He was lured to Westchester and killed... It's just, just a fucking line of candy on the floor. <laughs> How is he lured to Westchester? A line of showgirls along the way. Like, Ooh! A showgirl underneath a box with a stick in the corner. Yeah, a big arrow that says, cheat on your wife here. <laughs> <laughs> Painting a big strip club on the side of a cliff. <laughs> and then he runs into it. He was lured to Westchester and killed in a dispute over a payoff. Almost... Definitely sounds good, pretty yeah, good. All of these, I don't believe the showgirl one. Just dying in the presence. Yeah, of what do you, yeah. He don't, yeah, he didn't die in the presence of a showgirl. Or he decided to start a new life in Quebec. <laughs> Wait, oh, okay. the Caribbean or Europe? Ah, the big not, three. Wow. Not Mexico. Not Canada. Somewhere else in America. <laughs> well, yeah, Quebec. Not even anywhere else in Canada. It's just like Quebec. Yeah, yeah. He or, wouldn't dare go to BC. <laughs> <laughs> that cunt would hate it. <laughs> the Caribbean or Europe. For decades after his disappearance, his name was a slang term for dodging one's responsibilities. To pull crater. a crater was to slip away for good. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, they never an expression after him. <laughs> How cool is this guy? Oh, fuck. All that can be said today was said in the 1930s. Joseph F. Crater is either securely dead or else alive. <laughs> did you see? Um, did you see Bill Maher pulled a crater? What he disappeared? No, I said Kramer. He said the N word. <laughs> yeah, but it's already says it because he's politically incorrect. Oh. And welcome back to the show. <laughs> we got Bill Maher on the show this week. I'm Mark Maron. Try my stand-up. Why not? You'll get through twenty minutes. Those two would have like the worst like. Morning breath, like dad breath, out of anyone in showbiz, I reckon. <laughs> Bill Maher and Mark Maron. <laughs> They're fucking yellow coffee teeth. It's <laughs> so warm to be around. <laughs> the mitt, like a disgusting temperature. If you were sitting next to them on like a flight, which don't exist anymore, but if you were sitting <laughs> back in the day, if you'd have been sitting next to them on a flight, definitely like five times during the flight, they go. <laughs> 
<laughs> just that <laughs> little that <laughs> <laughs> blow it all out. Uh, so he would. So if he was alive, he'd be in. His They'd room. always if they took a shit, they'd come out of the toilet like kind of laughing. I quite like. I like Marin. And I don't like Bill Maher, but they're the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> I also, I also like Mark Marin. Yeah. I liked his TV show. Did you see his TV so show? So good, so good. Glow, it's awesome. Now the other one. Yeah, the other <laughs> one, Marin. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so he, if he was, he would have been in his nineties in nineteen eighty-two. Right. Uh, so he's definitely dead by now. Either way, um, somebody pulled a real crater. With him, but perhaps pleased at having carried off one of the most thoroughly investigated and mysterious, mysterious vanishing acts on record. So they think that he's either dead or pretty pleased with himself. (laughs) (laughs) I bet you're feeling pretty smug right about now. He's either dead or dead and loving it. Uh, yeah, cool. I don't really believe any police investigation like pre the nineties. Really, any conclusion Even that the nineties? Believe any- them since then, especially for shit like that. It's like they're all tied up. In yeah, it. well, and in the thirties, especially yeah. them just going like, "Well, we can't find him." Like, yeah, yeah. You're only looking in like the ones that you can't you can't find anyone. You, you look, <laughs> if I turn the corner, you'll lose me. It's your the only 30s. tool is like a magnifying glass. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you got these big maps you have to twist around to figure out what street yeah, yeah. you're even any on. Missing person's claim it's they're like yeah sure i'll take it but they better walk past this building or i ain't seeing them yeah. <laughs> sure i'm the cops will look for him hey judge kramer can't find him <laughs> <laughs> sorry i tried my best that's literally all we can do right now what are you gonna do give me fifty thousand dollars and i'll say i tried harder <laughs> sure <laughs> do you want me to turn on my really squeaky sounding siren <laughs> <laughs> uh, this next story is from the chapter uh, monsters and more Mm-hmm. Uh, according to the Communist Chinese News Agency I'm going to believe this news source <laughs> <laughs> Seems balanced One of the most reliable news agencies out there uh, According to the Communist Chinese News Agency China, best country ever <laughs> <laughs> Their leader is hot <laughs> and, and oh man Mightier than ever before That's Middle pretty cool. of the country Doing good <laughs> <laughs> Everyone healthy <laughs> Pangolins <Kong>. Tasty <laughs> Hong Kong Loves it <laughs> <laughs> Loves it I'm not doing it China anyway. yeah. Pangolin things Please have it Leave it According to the Communist Chinese <laughs> News Agency, a Chinese film director named Pai Xin of the Chinese People's Army Film Studies. Um, what a what a that's that is the AFTRS of China. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Chinese People's Army Film Studies. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the army. <laughs> <laughs> you seen aliens? <laughs> sick, sick. <laughs> oh, cool. Do you have a uniform? Yeah, sort of. It's a prop, but yeah. <laughs> I saw a pair of strange two-legged creatures in the Pamirs in uh, 1954. The exact location is unknown. Two-legged creatures. Strange two-legged creatures. Returning from a filming trip to the Himalayas, Pai Xin and three colleagues were travelling at an elevation of some 19,600 feet very early one morning when they saw two unfamiliar upright figures walking one behind the other up a slope not far away. They were short walked with their backs hunched and moved along the rocks with ease. 
the men shouted and fired shots into the air, <laughs> which is insane. Yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing on the man? What the fuck are you doing on But the two figures paid no attention and were soon lost from view. The film director later said that he heard many reports about wild men in the premieres. If only they'd have been able to capture this footage somehow. Unless he only worked for the Chinese People's Army Film Studies Group. <laughs> um, so, what do you what do you reckon they were? Uh, Tibetans? What do you think it was? Were they people carrying stuff? Definitely, they, yeah. Almost definitely, they were just regular people that they saw who were like, "Oh fuck, it's the Chinese Army." Yeah, <laughs> just uh, <laughs> pretend you don't hear them. Oh fuck, they're shooting. Just keep going. <laughs> just keep going. Just pretend you can't hear them. <laughs> it's gonna be okay. Don't worry, it's not the real army. He's a fucking film major. Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. Just keep going. He keeps saying hill. he keeps saying that he's just a major in the army, but he's a film major. That's what he is. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's just like, well, I, I, I reckon that I reckon it was Yetis. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> what's it more likely to have been? <laughs> Probably Yetis. <laughs> Probably a couple of Yetis. Uh, this next story is from the chapter um, The Unquiet Sky. Flesh and blood fell for three minutes. Oh, oh yuck. And three minutes? Yeah, three minutes and covered some two acres of Mr. J. Hudson's farm near Los Niotos, uh, California, on August 1st, 1869. How did you say this body got here? Oh, it just fell out of the sky. <laughs> oh, yeah, look, and like all over Man, yeah. <laughs> it's 1869, dude. <laughs> the original summer of love. Yeah. Man. If you remember the 1860s, you weren't there, bro. <laughs> uh, the day was clear and windless, and flesh fell as <laughs> fine particles, as well as in strips from one to six inches long. <laughs> Him just standing there, like. What a beautiful day. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just close my eyes and enjoy the sunshine. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, <I was> like, <laughs> Marge, the rains are in. <laughs> Marge. Oh no, it's Marge. <laughs> the two kids like up on the second story eating chunks of human flesh. <laughs> uh, short fine hairs also fell with it. Mm-hmm. I feel like something just got like hit by like a an eighteen sixties plane. Well, no, it's not a plane, but I like like thrown into a uh, into a like a like a chopping thing. I reckon it was someone trying to get shot out of a cannon, <laughs> <laughs> as they were wont to do back yeah, then. But they were always doing it. <laughs> a lot of circus performers in the 1860s. Some bloke in like a one-shouldered leotard. So that you shoot, leopard print. So that you shoot me out of the cannon accurately, I'm going to put a meat grinder inside of the cannon so that I'll know to dodge the meat grinder <laughs> to go straight through the middle. In the article on this phenomenon in the San Francisco Evening Bulletin, dated August 9th, 1869, it was also reported that flesh and blood had fallen in Santa Clara County some two months earlier. Fucking yuck. Yeah, so gross. They didn't really have planes back then, eh? No. Mm. No, they didn't. Didn't have a lot of anything. Well, that's my theory. (laughs) (laughs) That's me done. The original Wright brothers, (laughs) 40 years previous. Yeah, I don't know what that would be. Yeah, Uh, who knows? How would flesh fall out of the sky? Do you want me to try and ask Google? Bird, bird exploded. Oh, exploded bird. Like, but over two acres. All right. What about this? Birds. A lot of birds pick up a lot of rabbits, tear them up. Oh yeah, like an eagle. Yeah. 
lot of lot of eagles. Maybe a million eagles for three minutes, just <laughs> nibbling up in the sky. <laughs> what else could it be? A flash mob of eagles. <laughs> <laughs> he made it up. Yeah, maybe he murdered somebody, spilled it everywhere, and was just like fell out of the sky for three minutes. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Well, someone thinks it's vultures vomiting. Ah, uh, maybe sick they vultures eat meat and stuff. Yeah, maybe there was like oh, some, yeah, yeah. like mm, a bombing. vulture plague at the time. Southern California, that could be pretty deserty. There'd yeah, be vultures out there. D- vulture plague. They're all getting sick from like this one type of rabbit that's sick, and they yeah, yeah. throw it up. This one, is, <laughs> that one is mentioned, but there's a big one called the Kentucky Meat Shower. Ooh, which hot! <laughs> <laughs> yum yum! The Kentucky mm. Meat Shower. <laughs> All right, our final story is listener submitted. If you want to submit a story, jump it's like the worst '80s wrestler. <laughs> it's the Kentucky yeah. Meat, and he's swinging his fist constantly. He's like, "It's the Meat Shower." Uh, if you want to submit a story of either it's a spooky story that happened to you or a spooky story you enjoy, you can uh, email it to us at hauntedpodcastemail at gmail uh, or slide into our DMs on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, this one comes from Jordan. He says, hey guys, huge fan. Thanks, Jordan. Thanks, Jordan. And then says, I've lit- literally listened to every episode of this show in the building. My story takes place. Whoa. Uh-oh. Not sure if it's spooky enough, but I've thought about sending you this for a few weeks now. I hope you enjoy it. Um, then apologizes for saying, I'm not the best at writing. Sorry. Well, I'm not the best at reading. <laughs> <laughs> With your powers combined. <laughs> this is going to be a struggle town for both of us. <laughs> So, I'm one of four managers at a local cinema in the UK. That's sick. After closing, that's Sorry a about fucking huge cinema with four managers. Mm. Four, well, wouldn't they be on different shifts? Yeah. Listen. You know yeah. how cinemas, you know how shifts work? You know, like cinemas are open seven days a week, right? Not, Not anymore. anymore. Uh, oh, my we God. Everything's closed down. Oh. Maybe still. Who knows? Um, so, fuck, how do you explain what Hope a cinema right. was? <laughs> <laughs> Hope you're okay, Jordan. You yeah. know when you close your eyes and you get images of like all your friends and family being attacked in the streets for food? <laughs> it was like that, but in real life. <laughs> you, know, you put it on a screen. <laughs> I remember uh, 25 days later, it was like that, but like <laughs> it wasn't real. <laughs> After closing the building, one evening I decided to invite over the member of staff I had been on with as he is a good friend. I will call him Ryan because okay. that's his name. That's Andy. Ah. We were back at mine playing Smash Brothers when oh, I got a phone. Fuck yeah, dude. What console? Um, doesn't Can't ask you. <laughs> <laughs> what console do you think it was? I hope it was 64. Because oh. that's the one I'm good at. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. I'm really bad at all the other ones. We were back at mine playing Smash Brothers when I got a phone call from the alarm company informing me that the intruder alarms were going off at work. Ugh. Now, this is relatively common due to a back door with loose connectors, which will often trigger alarms during windy nights. I also live very close, so my number is first on the call-out list. Ryan and I walked to, into work and got there at roughly 1.45 a.m. Jeez. Mm. The cinema has this weird layout where the staff entrance enters onto a staircase. You'd think this might be the sort of thing they want the cops to do. No, no. No. Just send the manager But I used around. to manage a shop and the alarm got set off. I would just have to go and fix it. Okay. Yeah. Really? Um, was it a ghost ever? No, mm. it was always just yeah, a f- I don't know, a false alarm, pretty much. One time it was a guy broke the window, but what a jerk! Yeah, <laughs> why would that he do sucks. that? <laughs> what a dick! <laughs> <laughs> so the cinema has this weird layout where the staff entrance enters onto a staircase that goes from top to bottom. 
um, connecting all the... <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. It, the staircase go from side to side at the Escher <laughs> Cinema where I work. <laughs> connecting all the customer areas to the main office so everywhere can be accessed quickly. The staircase is also a staff fire exit so it is always lit, even after closing, but not somewhere customers can get to. Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. As I mentioned previously, this situation wasn't rare and I had dealt with it many times before. I reckon fix the door. I reckon he's writing real well. I've got a great yeah. sense of like geography and layout of the cinema. For someone who was worried about their writing, they're on top of it. Yeah. You're, doing, you're doing well. Doing a bang up job. Also, I think you're, the, the cinema needs to fix that door. Yeah. Mm. If that's happening more than twice... It does make sense that they would never bother, though. That does make sense. It is a business. As I'm, uh, usually, I would grab the torch from the office, turn on the lights, and do a quick search of the building. I grab my torch from the office and left. That, uh, this is a, that's already scary ass to do. Yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. One forty-five a.m. You and Ryan looking around the cinema. Yeah, you've had to stop Smash Brothers. You've walked there. Mm. Even walking there, I'm like, this is spooky. <laughs> <laughs> I grabbed my torch from the office and left Ryan there because technically he isn't insured to be in the building after closing. I told him just to sit and watch the cameras. Uh-oh. Oof. I left the office and climbed to the top of the stairs and opened the... See, fuck that. I wouldn't yeah. even care about the insurance thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Ryan, you're staying with me. <laughs> if, I, if we both get killed, my work's going to be furious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I left the office and climbed to the top of the stairs and opened the door. The cinema gives us a small little instrument that beeps when anyone's nearby. It's a slow beep at first, but then when anyone gets closer, the beep rapidly increases. <laughs> beep, 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 like Alien. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen it. Aliens, I think that's in. I haven't aliens. seen either of them. Alien? Uh, aliens. Alien Resurrection? No, I've never seen that one. I like that one. And climbed to the top <laughs> of the stairs. <laughs> and opened the door to the upstairs foyer when I realised I hadn't put any of the main lights on. This meant all customers' areas of the cinema were... Pitch black. Oh Jordan, Jordan, gracious. turn the lights on. Jordan, remember to turn the lights on always. <laughs> this wouldn't usually be an issue because I had forgotten to put the lights on hundreds of times and I'm not someone who believes in the supernatural. Okay, well, that's all right. That's good. This is good. I also had a huge, huge torch with me. All right, quit fucking showing off how big your torch is. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, we've all got big torches, all right? <laughs> However, this time was different. As I stared out into the black abyss... That was the upstairs foyer. I felt incredibly uneasy. Trust I was a- those feelings. Your body Boy, knows. Mm. Your body knows. I was about to turn on my torch, but something was just off. I must have stared into the black for 30 seconds when my phone started vibrating in my pocket. I didn't <sighs> check it, but it was enough to make me turn around and head back to the office. Halfway down the stairs, I looked at my phone and it's Ryan calling me. Being literally seconds from seeing him, I just continued walking. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> the office door is coded, but when I got there, Ryan was holding the door open, ready for me, urging me to hurry up and get in the office. Oh. Confused, I sort of half sprinted down the hallway and in Full the- sprint! <laughs> Fully sprint! He's mosey enough. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of did a little bit of a jog here. Yeah. I started doing a bit of a funny walk to try and make Ryan laugh. <laughs> I was doing the escalator. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be in the office in a second. I just got to duck downstairs. <laughs> Confused, I sort of half sprinted down the hallway and into the office where Ryan slammed the door behind me. Ryan had been sat in the office following my movements on camera and what he showed me made me feel sick. We have a lot of CCTV. The majority of it is useless. His penis. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan pulled it out. And he goes, why don't you super smash this, brother? <laughs> you know how Kirby eats everything? 
<laughs> quickly, quickly, get back in here. I'm hard now. <laughs> Put on this big white glove and jack me up. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, we have a lot of CCTV. The majority of it is useless. But our main... F- just a tip for anybody who lives near Jordan. <laughs> the CTV, no good. And there's also a door that's always freaking open. <laughs> but our main foyer cameras are both night vision. On the CCTV, you see me walk to the top of the stairs and open the door looking out in the dark. On the night vision camera, you can see two people oh. stood on the far side of the foyer. Neither move as I open the door. They just stand there. After a few seconds, one to oh, I've got shivers. This I've got chills on my legs and all over. They're multiplying. Control. After a few seconds, one turns to look in my direction, but the other is deathly still. A few more seconds pass when the one looking at me starts to move towards me. <laughs> ah, fuck, this is a nightmare. This is the exact moment Ryan had called me and I made my way back to the office. Once I had left the person, continued walking toward where I had been, stood, stopped in the middle of the foyer and then walked back to the other person who still hadn't moved. They then grabbed the hand of the non-moving person and led them off camera into our screen for like how somebody would lead a blind person by the hand. Chilled to the bone by this footage, we called the police who arrived very quickly. They searched the building top to bottom and reviewed the footage but found nobody. The official stance of the police is that they left via a fire exit connected to screen four and though, possi- and though possible, seems very unlikely to myself and Ryan as all the fire exit triggers an internal alarm in the office and logs when a door was open and closed and the log was still clear from when I had closed the building earlier. Watching the footage back, you also see when they first appear on camera. Around five minutes after the initial alarm goes off, Maybe 20 minutes before I arrived on site, the two people can be seen leaving screen four. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is a nightmare. I he's like, I wasn't sure if it was spooky enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is the scariest story I've ever heard. <laughs> I don't know if I can write this really well. This is better than fucking <laughs> R.L. So Scott. I, I, personally, I think this would be a little spooky if you threw in a couple of showgirls. <laughs> <laughs> um, it can be seen leaving screen four, one being led by the hand, just like how they left and just standing very still right where Ryan noticed them. They were stood like that for half an hour. Ugh. We can't find them on camera anywhere before the building is closed and Ryan and, I che- Ryan and I checked screen four before leaving as we do with all the screens and it was 100%, 100% empty. What's the insurance policy on Ryan shitting himself in the office? <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of Ryan not even bothering to look at the cameras. The whole time. It's just like, oh, they just attack them by ghosts. I guess I wasn't really looking. <laughs> well... I'm going to go home and play as Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they literally... I have zero explanation for the weird behavior. They literally only move three times. Once into position, once towards me, and once again back into the screen. Now, I don't believe in ghosts or the supernatural, but when staff ask me what happened that evening, I just have to be honest and say I truly don't know. It shouldn't have been possible for somebody to get in and out undetected through that screen. We have a refurb starting next month and part of me thinks we will find them hiding somewhere unknown in the cinema. Hope you guys mm. like the story. And apologize again for my writing. What are you kidding me? Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I'm not that great of a writer. My name's only Stephen King. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry for writing Cujo. <laughs> so sorry. Um, no, that bit, that was, uh, that was, that's fucking, that was that's great. great. A spooky story. I truly am. surreal. 
and you saw him, dude. <laughs> that is, that's fucking... Sp- and this wasn't just a freaking King Boo like off Smash Brothers. This is a real one. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I mean, that, the, it moving towards it. Oh, is. my God. It's, it felt like a movie. You've got your Ryan in there. You're watching him. You're calling him. He's like looking at his phone and not even answering. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, get the fuck in there. Oh, fuck. That's so spooky. Would you continue working at the cinema? Oh. I mean, if you don't believe in... I guess if you don't believe yeah. in ghosts, I would be too spooked to work there. I my think. my first thought of like what that is, if it's not ghosts, is like maybe people who are looking for somewhere to sleep and maybe one of them actually is blind. Yeah. Uh, oh, Oh, oh shit! Oh, is, it, the, is it still on? Yeah, yeah. The power just fell out of my thing though because a ghost moved it. So let's wrap this episode up for this week. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I'd, I would, I guess I'd still work there, um, but I wouldn't be going in to turn off the alarms by myself at night. I'd be like, let's get a fucking security company to do this. Yeah, yeah. Let's get the fucking Ghostbusters in here. They can come and do yeah. it. Get Dan Aykroyd to Woo! be the least funny one. <laughs> uh, it's true. He's a dick. He's dickless. It's like the only joke in that whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's a good movie. Is it? Uh, I don't think Ghostbusters is very good. Not. <laughs> we'll be back next week with more hot Ghostbusters takes. Uh, everyone, stay happy and uh, safe and everything. Luca? Speaking of Ghostbusters, maybe we won't end up doing this, but we were looking at ways to do some extra content, maybe yeah. Patreon or something. And we were going to watch spooky movies or spooky docs or ghost movies like Ghostbusters. Uh, By this point that this is coming out, we'll probably made a decision on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And you'll oh, have already yeah, true, heard true. about it added into a previous episode. That's so, true. That's uh, there'll be more information at that, either at the start or the end of this episode. <gasps> Chopped in, probably. Wow. Chopped. Chop it in. One time I saw a guy get out of a taxi. He was holding a uh, chopping board, a wooden chopping block, yeah. and he held it up and put his hand through it karate style and went, chopped! <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> out of a taxi? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> this is out the front of the Rochi when we used to run a gig there. Yeah, <laughs> many, really? How many yeah. showgirls with him? I reckon I know who that might have been. <laughs> we'll be back next week. Uh, yeah, look after yourselves. See you soon.